When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are almost at the end of April. Where did April go? We hope everyone is having a great month of April. Again, kick off to uh, Q2. Again, it's still not too late. If you like to uh, get in touch with us here at Sustainable Success Coaching and Consulting, feel free to reach out to us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com or Chris at SustainableSuccess.net. We'd be happy to assess where you are, including your organization, in terms of your KPIs, your profit, uh, your pro- net profit margin, and any of the areas that are going to be important to you to track. Let us know. We'd be happy to work with you in formulating the right strategies that can help move you to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by Achieve Biz Explosion Conference. They are part of the Biz Explosion Conferences. They are putting on an event in Denver, Colorado from June 9th through the 10th. Again, this is a a great uh, conference provider that brings together entrepreneurs from around the country. Great people. I personally have experience with it and an opportunity to not only build better relationships and potentially new collaboration partners, but generate business from it. I happen to be doing the keynote for their uh, June event. We hope that you can make it again, June 9th through the 10th. If you'd like some more information, feel free to check out AchieveBizConferences.com. That's AchieveBizConferences.com. And again, you will not regret. Great event. I've been there over the last few years and just met some wonderful, wonderful people. So feel free to check them out. And today, I want to welcome any new uh, listeners uh, to let everybody know again that we are going to be moving the show from the Influencer Channel starting next week to the Business Channel. That's right. We will be now on the Voice America Business Channel, and we'll be starting at a new time, not from 12 to 1 East Coast time, but from 3 to 4 East Coast time, and that will be 12 to 1 Pacific Standard Time. We hope, again, you can uh, check us out. And again, if you are new to us, you could also follow us at Apple on our Apple podcast as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom, insights to help you take your business and personal success to the next level. Well, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about mindful self-discipline. Now, as everybody knows here, we've been doing this show for a long time, and everybody knows that we like discipline, especially self-discipline, and I am an advocate of that. And I cannot wait to hear from this gentleman today who is a pioneer in this particular area. Uh, We're going to be talking with Giovanni Densman, and he is going to be sharing some valuable insights. And before I formally introduce him, I'm going to give you a little information about him. He is a a self-disciplined coach, a meditation teacher, best-selling author that has helped hedge fund managers, CEOs, entrepreneurs, ambitious professionals, artists, Pro athletes live a more focused and disciplined life. Since 2014, he has been successfully coaching people to overcome distractions, procrastination, self-doubt, fear, and other forms of self-sabotage. Whatever self-discipline challenges you face and whatever excuse you're telling yourself, 
Giovanni has seen it and has developed a tool to deal with it. Whether if you require help building consistent morning routine, breaking bad habits, finding your life purpose, increasing motivation and willpower, achieving your goals, or simply being more effective with your time and energy, he is the person that you will like to get in contact with, and you're going to find out more about him later. He also runs the liveanddare.com, which is one of the top five most visited meditation blogs on the web. His first book, Practical Meditation, is available in eight different languages and and has properly been called the Meditation Bible. He has over 10,000 hours of personal meditation practice and is sought-after consultant to award-winning meditation apps. Now, I can keep going on and on and on, but without further ado, we welcome Giovanni Densman to the show. Giovanni, how are you doing today? Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. It is such a pleasure to have you here. Well, let, let's dive right into it. I mean, I always say that, you know, that anything worth striving for, success in our relationships, our well-being, our our businesses, our careers, it requires a foundation. And in, and in order to develop a foundation, that may require, again, certain things that we do to build that foundation, which could be through a daily routine. Talk about, if you could talk about the importance of discipline when it comes to that, because a lot of people are always saying, well, I'm waiting for that motivation to come. And when I'm motivated, I'm going to do it. But we right. all know that motivation is fleeting. It doesn't come. It, it's discipline that helps us solidify that that drive to move forward in the consistency. Can you share some insights about the importance of discipline, in this case, self-discipline? Right. So motivation is like that initial sparks. It uh, starts the fire. And self-discipline is continuously fanning that fire. Right? If you have that initial spark, but you don't have self-discipline, fire is going to go off and you're not going to achieve your goals. Whatever change you want to make in your life, be it in your career, health, um, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, money, any goal in any area of life will require self-discipline because your goals are not going to be achieved immediately. You're going to have to keep on going in that journey from A to B. You're going to have to keep moving forward regardless of the obstacles that come. And it's only with the power of self-discipline that you'll be able to do that. You may meet external obstacles such as an environment that is not so helpful, other people dragging you down in your life, lack of time, etc. Or you may meet internal obstacles lack of motivation, uh, lack of clarity in your vision, procrastination, distraction, self-doubt, etc. When you have self-discipline, you know you have clear vision, you know what you want, you know it's going to take time and perseverance, and you are showing up consistently with the habits that will help you move forward. Wow, that is fabulous. And and, and so Giovanni, when when we talk about, you know, if for most people, discipline is is a difficult thing. You know, it's like, oh my God, I got to do the, these things. But what would you suggest, like if somebody was saying, hey, you know, I, I, I'm I, looking to make these changes. I'm looking to reclaim my health back or, you know, get have a better relationship with myself and other people, or I'm looking to, you know, start a business or whatever that may be. What would you recommend when it comes to discipline? Where did, Where would you start? Like, is it one thing at a time or that you know you know it's this way that you're not trying to do everything all at once most people have a limiting concept about self discipline and it's because the word discipline doesn't evoke necessarily good feelings for most of us 
Uh, we all have experiences of uh, our parents trying to discipline us to do things we didn't want to do, or our school teachers, other people trying to discipline us to do things. And that feels constricting. It feels like a limitation. But self-discipline is different. It is you coaching yourself to stay on track with your goals. It is discipline serving you. It is for your benefits. It is to create empowering structure that will help you live better and achieve your goals. So I, I always say that self-discipline is not self-punishment. It is self-respect. That when you keep your promises to yourself, that is self-respect. And you end up liking yourself more. You have more self-esteem. You have more self-confidence. And you stay on track. Self-discipline is about living life aligned with your values. That the things that are most important for you are the things that are getting most of your time, your energy, your attention. That is self-discipline. And there's a... There is a step-by-step -step about it. I would say that the first step is to have clarity about your aspirations. Your aspirations are the things that are most important, the things that will actually fulfill you. And then there are several steps to help you, you know, uh, be more motivated to go in that path and make space for it in your daily life, create a morning routine around it, etc. Wow, that's fabulous. So what would you say, like, again, like when, when we talk about mind like being mindful now like to shift directions and, and, and tie this back to self-discipline mindful like mindfulness is an art it, it's and again it, in itself would take discipline to become mindful on a daily basis it's not something like hey i'm going to be mindful today it requires the ability to be you know i guess you know be present in the moment you know for you know being focused from from being clear where you are Talk about like the, you know, the importance of like mindfulness and why, you know, what, how that and self-discipline go hand in hand. That's what's different about my approach to self-discipline. Uh, self-discipline is composed of two elements, awareness and willpower. Now, the way that self-discipline is being taught these days by most people, it's all about uh, pushing yourself and mental toughness and uh, forcing yourself to do the things that you know want to do and embracing the pain. You know, it, it makes self-discipline feel very painful, painful. far-fetched, right? Undesirable. And I call that the military self-discipline. There are plenty of authors and speakers who, who go that route. And I realize that self-discipline is something extremely important for everybody. And that approach is not for everybody. So my approach is awareness first, then willpower. And that's why I call it mindful self-discipline. It's based on awareness. If you are cultivating your awareness, if you are um, aware and aligned with your deeper aspirations, with your deeper desires, then self-discipline is something that makes sense. It's something that you're doing by yourself for yourself. You're not being forced to do that. You want to do that. And when you start with awareness, you will still need to exercise willpower at times where there will be a distraction and you have to say no to it. There will be a shiny object. You will not feel like doing something important. You will still need to exercise some willpower. But when you start with awareness, it's all much easier. And what does awareness mean? Or in mindful self-discipline, it's two things. And that's where I tie it to the concept of mindfulness. Mindfulness is meditation in general. It's a great training for awareness. There are other trainings for awareness, such as journaling and coaching. But meditation is something that uh, it's at the core of it. So the two aspects of awareness in mindful self-discipline, the first one is remembrance. So what does that mean? If you are not thinking about your goals, you are not taking action on them. 
If you're not thinking about your values, you are not making decisions in your life that affirm those values. If you are thinking about your goals and values, then you can take action on them. Then you can live aligned with them. So the first aspect of awareness is to remember your goals and values. Remember what's most important for you. Keep that top of mind. And then that will influence the choices you make and the way you live your life. The second aspect of awareness is space. That through the practice of meditation, you create some space between you and your thoughts, between you and your emotions and your impulses. And that space is the space of your freedom. If you have that space, you are free because a, a negative thought can come, uh, a negative emotion can come, an impulse can come, but there's some space for you to analyze and say, you know what? This is not aligned. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to believe this negative self-talk. If there is no space, then you are not free. You are a product of your conditioning. You are a product of our environment. So self-discipline and awareness is a lot about exercising our freedom. Mm. I like that approach. Like again, it, it's it and it, and it's going to be different for different people. It's not like one size fits all. So the awareness is to like I guess recognize where you are, where you decide to be, and then you know then you know implementing through the discipline. Maybe one like hey, if I have to develop a daily routine, does that mean that I have to you know make my bed, meditate, journal, go work out? read a book and do all of that in succession all at once? Or can I start with one and then get maybe do it for a month, get used to it, and then add another and then eventually another? Would that be like what, what I'm hearing? Kind of like, right. so, so I'm not setting myself up for failure because I, I might become overwhelmed to do all of that at once. Absolutely. It's all about having success, having experiences of success. So if you overwhelm yourself with too much, too many requirements or, or too difficult of habits, um, you're not going to experience success. You're going to experience failure. And most people don't know how to process failure and they may just feel disappointed, frustrated, and give up. Instead, we go one step at a time. We start with something that you can achieve. You make that consistent and then you can layer other habits on top. Got it. No, that makes sense. So I guess when it when it comes down to what, what I, I wanted to get into some other things with it that I had questioned. But what other things before I ask that that you feel that go into that process of of, of self awareness, self discipline, anything else that you could share there? Because I, I sense there, there there's got maybe some accountability with yourself, and then maybe perhaps somebody else to help you do that. Mm -hmm. So in terms of accountability, I like to emphasize accountability with yourself. Accountability with other people work, but it has to be a support to the process, not something that you are depending on. If you do the work of the, the mindful self-discipline and you have a strong and clear aspiration and you're connected with it, if you're ready to make the sacrifices it takes to achieve your dreams, if you know the tools of how to deal with the excuses that may come up with the lack of motivation, with the self-doubt and distractions, no, you can do this on your own. And when you try to do it on your own first, you are exercising your self-reliance. You are becoming uh, strong within yourself. Now, as a side thing in this process, you can have accountability. It could be with a coach. It could be with another person who is in a similar journey. Uh, it could be with a group. And that's helpful too. But I emphasize first to learn the tools on your own and try to develop those skills so you can be self-disciplined into yourself. 
Wow. That's great. I love that. And what would you like, you know, the people that are listening here, Giovanni, they're, they're, you know, they're going to be various people at different levels. Some people that have never done this, some people that have dabbled in it, some people that, you know, are doing it on some level. I mean, what would you say like is the progression of, you know, you know, being mindfully self-disciplined, what are the, what are some of the things And I know we'll, we'll get into it more after the break, cause we, we're going to be going to the break in about four minutes, but just to kind of kick things off, like where, what, what is that consistency? What is that? What can that lead to? Mm-hmm. So one simple way to, to explain this in, in, in a short interview is to say, think of the two areas of your life that are most important for you at this phase of your life. It could be your business and your health. Uh, it could be a relationship and uh, learning the piano. It could be whatever it is for you. But we cannot focus on all areas of life at the same time. And that's something that many life coaches ask us to do. It's just not um, realistic. So think of the two areas of your life that are most important this year. And then list the most important habits you need to have in place to make sure that day after day you are growing in those areas. Right? So that is a good start. Now, what do you do with those habits? Well, habit building itself is, is a long conversation. I have multiple chapters in the book just about that. But an easy way forward is to think of a morning routine, that your morning routine is the time that you're meeting with yourself. It's a yeah. time that you are dedicated to the things that are most important. And if you can put two or three of those habits in your morning routine, before you start the busyness of the day, before you go online or check your phone's notifications, then you can make sure that they will happen. Wow, that's great. And I'm a big I'm a big proponent of a daily routine. I think especially in the morning. I I've had one for many many years and I it's so important because you know because it, I mean and I I guess when we come back after the break we could go more into that, but uh but in, in what you had just reiterated with the with the routine, you would like you just, just what I heard you start with one and then kind of layer it in with more things that are going to get you more clear in the moment and change your way of thinking over time to be more right. present rather than the past and the future. Right. Make make it achievable. If you want to do an hour of exercise every morning, start with 15 minutes. Once you're doing 15 minutes every day, then you grow to 20, 30, 40, and 60. But don't try to start with an hour. Don't overstretch your motivation. Start small, make it consistent, and then grow. Yeah, no, it's so true. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know when I when I started meditating many many years ago, and I had ADHD, and I mean to sit there for even even I, I mean it was so difficult for me. It took me I think it almost took me nine months to get into a, finally into a meditative state back when going this is going back a long time ago. But I can say that through that discipline and even white knuckling it in the beginning, it really changed. Like it it began to settle my my thoughts, my racing thoughts, and 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 I was more focused and over time. And I've been doing it now a long time, so it's routine. But it's right. so true, like like what you just illustrated with that self discipline. I had to start with you know a few minutes, and then five minutes, and then then eventually I worked it up to you know where I do it twenty minutes a day. Some people do it longer, and so on. So I know we got to go to break, but I know you got a wealth of information you're going to be sharing with us here a little bit more about the process. Again, if you're just joining us here, we're talking about mindful self discipline. We're here with Giovanni uh, Dinsman, and he is again, a expert, has one of the top five blogs in this particular area. You're going to find out more about that later. We got to go to break, everybody. But when we come right back, we got more to come about mindful self-discipline. We'll be 
right back after. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everybody. If, again, if you're just joining us here, we are talking about mindful self-discipline. In the first segment, we discussed what self-discipline is. Again, you know, and, and where Giovanni Densman, our guest, our subject matter expert, shared that it's not always now about mental toughness and, you know, do, do, do. You know, it's about self-awareness, being where you're at, where you desire to go, and then layering in discipline over time to kind of ease you into now embrace those successes to make it more achievable. And again, we encourage everybody that's just joining us to listen to this show in its entirety here later today, because the first segment is really, really important. And again, make sure that you bring your pad and paper or or an iPad and you got take some notes because there's a lot of great information. So Giovanni, you had shared some some great information about kind of the foundation, about mindful, being mindful, and then integrating with self-discipline. There are a lot of people out there, even some of our listeners, and they we've heard this from them in the past, you know, where you know we have distractions. Either we create distractions or we we get caught up in world distractions, you know, and and we allow it to kind of take us off course to what's really relevant, more important. And that can also be you know, certain things where we might think that we're not as good as we think we are, imposter syndrome. And then, you know, there could be things that, you know, are we really playing big and creating more impact in why we do what we do? These could be some common common obstacles or challenges that perhaps the audience would face. What would you recommend, you know, starting with distractions that you would recommend with the concept of mindful self-discipline? Absolutely. Distraction is one of the main obstacles of self-discipline, and it's the most ubiquitous one. It's Everyone struggles with it in some degree or another. And it all starts with awareness of why distraction is a problem. It's not only a problem because of the time we are spending, that you know, I, I spend an hour a day on, on social media, and that's an hour I'm not working on my business or on my goals. You know, that itself is very important. 
but it's not only that. So let me take a step back and explain how the brain works around um, distractions. Our brain has this chemical called dopamine, and it's the chemical that can make us focus to get a reward. It's the chemical that can make us um, pursue a long-term goal. It's the chemical that can make us go for the donut, even though we have just started a diet today. That chemical is our brain wanting to feel good. There is a promise that we will feel good if we do this, and then all the blood flow, all the energy goes there. In a way, dopamine is our ability to focus our energy and get something, get something that seems uh, important and attractive. Now, what happens is if we are cultivating um, instant gratification, if we're going after instant gratification, then all our seeking energy, all our dopamine energy is going to things that give you an instant gratification, require no effort, but does not move you forward. And when the brain has all of these options of getting uh, pleasure and reward so quickly and painlessly, is it at all surprising that we find it hard to motivate ourselves to a long-term goal? A goal that we have to put in a lot of effort, some pain, some sacrifice, and maybe we'll achieve the result at the end. So what happens is we are training ourselves through distraction. We are training our brain to only seek the things that come easy and to not have that focus, that motivation, that zest to go after things that are more meaningful, but delayed. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Especially like with anything, right? We got to stretch ourselves if we're going to grow and expand. We have to embrace challenges and obstacles to grow and expand. It's like an Olympian athlete, right? An Olympian athlete's not going to get up one day and say, yeah, I'm going to go run the 400, you know, you know, you know, hurdles and and I'm going to win a gold. It, it it was something that took them a number of years to preparation and probably had many times where they were ready to quit and give up and but kept going. It, it was a process and a discipline. And then they, I'm sure there were distractions, weather problems or certain mm. things that came up, but not, you know, just again, that discipline that you've talked about earlier just to keep you there. And, you know, we're human, we're going to make mistakes here and there, but knowing that we can say, okay, that, that it, it's, it's done, let it go and, and just keep moving forward and keep right. yourself, you know, allow that discipline to guide you uh, to where, where you're going. So this is what we need to do. We need to change the way we seek to experience dopamine from yeah. instant gratification to long-term goals. I, and, I, and I love that. Can you, so Break that down for the listeners, because again, that that instant gratification—it's like, oh, I, you know, I want the results, but but they—it's—they're looking for the path of least resistance. You know, you know, I want it right. in a handed, you know, handed to me in a box instead mm -hmm. of that. Hey, I gotta, I gotta, like, what can I learn from this? What can I? How can I grow from this? I gotta put my, I gotta put myself in there to, you know, to really get the most out of it. Right, and you know, distractions is a very broad term. We could be talking about. Uh, you needing to do some work that is cognitively demanding and your phone coming up with a uh, notification about an image you posted on Instagram. And when the brain goes and compares these two actions, you know, the brain has a, a bias towards instant gratification. It wants to do that first. And then one thing leads to another because these companies are so good at keeping us addicted. And then we lose the motivation. We lose the time to work on the things that really matter. That is one level of distraction. Another level of distraction as entrepreneurs could be, you know, we, we have a plan for this year, a project, um, a particular marketing channel that we want to explore. And then we keep getting distracted 
to with other shiny objects. Then suddenly a new app comes and we have to all try to win this platform or there's this new form of media and we have to you know, use that as well or try that other product and we get distracted. And in, in both cases, our energy is being dissipated. And when our energy is dissipated, we are weak. When our energy is focused, we are strong. Yeah. yeah. So um, overcoming distractions means having a really clear vision for what you want for yourself and knowing what will take you there, what type of actions will take you there and what type of actions will not take you there. It is shifting the way of thinking from what is easy, what is pleasant, what is comfortable to what is meaningful, what is purposeful. Mm. So in this example, um, going and checking Instagram quickly or your email or news or whatever it is, that is easy, that is comfortable, that is pleasant, there is dopamine there and that's why it's addictive. But that's not going to move us forward. Turning that thing off, and staying focused on doing that research, on contacting that lead, on uh, writing that book. That, that answers the question, is this meaningful? Yes, this is more meaningful. And if we exchange what is uh, pleasant to, for what is meaningful, then we'll experience a meaningful life. We'll experience fulfillment. We'll experience depth. And that's a very different life. Yeah, it's so true. And, and, and like I said, I mean, correct me if I, you know, like how, how I used to, I used to be one of those people. I was always in the past and the future. I had a lot of anxiety. I was always tied to the expectation to the outcome. So meaning that, I, you know, I was always, I was, I was, I, I was glued to the outcome. I was attached emotionally to it. And while being attached emotionally can be a good thing, but to the outcome, that meant that I was getting caught up more in the control I can't control Versus mm -hmm. if I emotionally attach to what I had in my control, which is right now to what I know and what I have, if if, it, if I'm completing a puzzle, I'm not going to complete it all in one shot because I only have so many pieces. I got to focus on the pieces I only have right now. Would it be safe to say like that, that a mindful approach with the self-discipline, you know, and by doing that, that would maybe help me to now say to myself, oh, here's a distraction. Is that really relevant to what I'm working on? If not, then why am I allowing that to, to intervene? I got to put a boundary up, whether if that's a person, a situation. Now, if something's beyond your control, that's understandable. But 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 knowing that if I have power to remove myself from that distraction, I can do that through the through the discipline to make sure right. that I'm yes, right. Got it. So yes, we 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 need to have a clear goal and a clear clear vision. And that's yep. what motivates us. But at the same time, we need to focus on the process because yep. that's where the magic happens. That's what's taking us towards that vision. Yeah. If we just focus on the process without a vision, then we may just kind of be going through the motions aimlessly. So that's not good. If we just get attached to that, to that goal and don't pay attention to the process, we are constantly going to be looking for shortcuts and we're not going to be moving forward. So yep. we need to both have a vision and pay attention to our process. Wow, that's that's wonderful. Great, great insight. And so, so true. Now, how about like, you know, if if somebody is feeling, you know, they just feel like that they're not all what people think they are. Like, I'm, you know, if they only knew that I'm not, you know, as great as they think I am, or I or I'm as knowledgeable as I think I am. There's that, you know, again, that imposter syndrome, right? which can be on various levels. How mm -hmm. can, again, you know, mindful self-discipline impact that in a positive way? Right. For me, mindful self-discipline is about integrity. 
And when most people think of the word integrity, they think of, okay, being honest and correct, having a moral compass, etc. But the root of the word integrity comes from integer. It means being one. When you have integrity, you are being one within yourself, meaning that there's not a part of you that wants to do something and another part that is beating yourself up because, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You're going to fail. It's going to be painful. When you are like this, you are divided. And when you're divided, you know, you're trying to move forward with your handbrake on. So what we need is to be one, that the whole of us wants to move forward. And if I am wrong, if I actually can't do this, uh, if I'm actually not going to, to succeed, then let the world show that to me. But I'm not going to defeat myself before I even start. Mm. Yeah. Now I can tell you a, a little story. I have a background in law. I um, graduated in law and I worked for five years for the government. And then I decided to change careers as I was migrating to Australia. And I decided to try a career as a programmer for building uh, iPhone apps. Now, I had no background in math or programming or anything like that. So I thought, okay, let me try to see if I can uh, teach myself this. And with a lot of effort and discipline and daily practice and struggles, I eventually got to a point where I was able to code. And I got some jobs and um, I was really focused and organized. And because of some other skills that I had, I was able to grow inside those jobs. And eventually I got a position of leadership. So I was at the end of my career as a programmer, I was leading a team of six developers, all of which had a bachelor degree or even a master's degree in IT. And I had nothing. And all the time, internally, there's this thought saying, you're not a real programmer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did this, but you're not a real programmer. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I never let that define me. I never said like, oh, okay, so I better stop, right? I'm not a real programmer. No, I just said like, I'm going to do my best and let's see what happens. And whoever is listening to this, I want you to know that you always have the option to believe in yourself. That is always an option for you. Even when you fail 15 times, you can believe in yourself, try again, yeah. and maybe you will succeed at 16th time if you try wholeheartedly. Well, but if you are doubting yourself, self-doubt will put a very low ceiling above your Low head. ceiling. You know, you said something like, I'm going back to what you had said earlier, like, you know, it's not about like, hey, mental toughness and you got to be your best or you got to be the best. That puts a lot of like a lot of pressure, like you said but it's, it, and you just said it just like a minute ago, it's about doing your best. It's not about to be the best. It's about being your best, be better than you were yesterday. Strive for your, for your best. This way, again, you're embracing the process. That's what I take what you're saying there, that this isn't a race. This is a journey. And my journey could be slightly different from your journey. And that your journey could be slightly different from somebody else's. But nonetheless, that I'm showing up to do to be, do my best each and every day. And so that takes the pressure off and knowing that I can look at this challenge or what I'm going through to grow in a positive way. Yeah. And, and that sense. is enough. That, that's all we can do. We can show up as our best and continue to redefine what our best is. Yeah. But bringing in external comparisons um, are not helpful because we're often comparing our process with someone else's end result. Right, you think, oh, that person already has a business at this level, or can already sing like this, or already has a body like this, and I'm still struggling with the ABC. Well, that person was once in the ABC as well, 
it's not fair that you're comparing their end result with your process. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. And that's another thing too with imposter syndrome. We we the people tend to compare, like they're comparing themselves to their colleagues or to somebody else in their their industry and in their role, whatever that may be. And, and and yeah, that's something we, you know, we got to learn that we don't have to, we don't have to be validated by anybody. We don't have to compare ourselves. We just got to show up each day for, for us, as long as we, we know that we did the best we could. It doesn't matter what anybody else thought about that. Yeah. There is a quote from Warren Buffett. Uh, many people who come to me for coaching, they are uh, investors. And um, Warren Buffett said, we don't need to be better than the rest. We just need to be more disciplined than the rest. And this is really good news. I think that this applies to many areas of life because the way the world is going, your competitors in whatever field you are, are going to be each time more distracted. They're going to be each time more scattered, more disorganized and less focused. So if you have a bit of focus, if you have a little bit of discipline, you have an unfair advantage. Yeah, yeah, so true. So true. I love that. I love that here. What you what you just shared here, and you know, and going forward, like if you know, and I I know we got about a, less than a couple of minutes, but we could shed some insight. We could always be. We could always play be play bigger than we are, and you know, matter what that means to you, everyone's going to look at that in a different way. Mm-hmm. How can that be with you know mindful self discipline? Even if, and we could always talk about it even after the break as well. Right. Imagine the ideal version of yourself that doesn't have your fears, doesn't have your limiting beliefs, doesn't have your inhibitions. What would that version aim for? What would be the goal of your ideal self? And that is probably the goal that is true to your heart. But because of your fears, could be fear of failure, could be fear of success, could be fear of the process that could be painful. Because of your fears, you may not be playing the big game that you could be playing. But only when you aim for that thing which is most meaningful is that you will experience happiness and fulfillment. A caterpillar needs to become a butterfly. And if it's uh, very comfortable in its life inside the shell, it's not going to become a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Wow. I, I, this is great what, what you're sharing. I Loving this. We hope everybody, again, is taking notes Again, we highly encourage you to go back and listen to this show and this, not only this segment, but the first segment. If again, if you missed it, come back and listen to it. And, and again, share this show with someone later here today. This is some valuable information that can help solidify your foundation to take your level of success and business to another level. So again, it starts from within and everything that Giovanni is sharing. We got to go to break, everybody. But when we come right back, we got more to come with mindful self-discipline. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome. If you're just joining us, we're talking about mindful self-discipline. Today's show, again, is being brought to you today by Achieve Biz uh, Explosion Conference. Again, taking place June 9th through the 10th in Denver, Colorado. Feel free to check them out at AchieveBizConferences.com. AchieveBizConferences.com. Well, Giovanni, you had shared some great information in the first two segments of the show, uh, all about mindful self-discipline and how it impacts people in the area of, you know, with imposter syndrome, distractions, and again, playing at a bigger level. Talk about, again, you know, here as it relates to procrastination. Procrastination is so prevalent in our world with people, you know, busy, but not, are they really productive? You could talk about the power of mindful self-discipline with procrastination, addressing that. Right. So first understanding what procrastination is. Procrastination is our brain, our brain wanting to avoid pain. It could be physical pain. It could be an emotional pain, such as a difficult conversation that you need to have or doing a task that, you know, um, makes you feel uh, guilt or shame or uncertainty. It could be also mental pain. That some of the things you need to do uh, require a lot of effort and attention. They are, they cognitively tax your brain. So whenever there is an opportunity to avoid pain, the brain will want to take it. It doesn't matter so much that, you know, that pain was actually meaningful pain because it would take me forward towards my goals and the, the benefit that I'm going to have in the future completely compensates the pain. The brain doesn't automatically think like that. We have to catch ourselves like, hey, what am I doing here? Um, is this going to move me forward or not? And we have to go through that self-talk and remember our aspirations in the moment that why am I doing this? Why do I want to do meditation every morning? Why do I want to do 30 minutes of exercise? Why do I want to stop eating ice cream? Why do I want to wake up at 5 a.m. and work two hours every day in a side business? You ask yourself this question and then you reconnect with what is important. Oh, it's because I have this vision for myself that I want to be in a different place a year from now. I want to feel different. I want to look different. I want to have um, a different bank account, you know? So remembering your aspiration and having a strong connection with your aspirations, with your vision is one of the things that allows you to overcome procrastination because taking action has a cost for your brain. And that's what the brain wants to avoid, but not taking action also has a cost. And in the moment when we are procrastinating, we don't realize that. So if you can stop for a second 
and become aware of the costs of not taking action, then you know you're you're balancing that those values and it makes more sense like you know what not taking action in the long run is more painful than going through this action yeah that's definitely definitely do it and, and like you said because procrastination is something that all of us you know most so many people get impacted by not realizing it and mm-hmm. so what would you say like you, you know if 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 you had something like where you were putting together mindful self-discipline a daily routine each and every day and doing certain things, what would be typically that, that turnaround in changing our patterns and how we do things. So we're not getting caught up in that pattern of procrastination. Is it, is it, I know it's going to be different for different people, but what on average could people see that in a time frame? So the, the way, I mean, if it's not over, is- if they were doing these things every day, like what you were talking about, so is the question like how long will it take them for? Yeah, like on changes? average, I know it's not going to be a set time or you know, yeah. you know, yeah, like a time frame, time range. Right. I have clients that after two weeks they already have a solid morning routine, and I have other clients that they take three months or more. It depends on um, how important that is for you. How when you're super clear that you know self discipline is not just another skill that I need to develop. No, it's the core of all skills. Because any other skill I want to develop, if I don't have self-discipline, I can't. I can go to the class, I can buy the book, but I I won't do the practice consistently to develop that skill. Once you realize that self-discipline is the reason why you have achieved the goals you have achieved in the past, and the reason, the lack of self-discipline, the reason why you have not yet achieved your goals, when this becomes super clear, then you know, you know what, it's, this is it. In every moment of your life, you can be taking a step towards your ideal self or a step away from it. You can be affirming your goals or you can be denying them. And in mindful self-discipline, we call this the plus one or the minus one. So yeah. one um, little exercise or, or method that everyone can do is to become more aware. You, when you're taking an impulsive action, you pause to interrupt that process and then ask yourself, is this a plus one in my life? Or is this a minus one? If it is a plus one, Great. If it is a minus one, then you can apply one of the many techniques of the book to address that particular challenge. And so in a way, self-discipline is the art of ending each day on a positive balance. That at the end of the day, the day you have taken more action towards your goals than you have taken away from your goals. And when you live like this, there is a sense of fulfillment. Like you feel at the end of the day, you feel like, you know what? I, I was a, it was a good day. I'm happy with myself. And when you live like this, you are your future self will also going to be happy about you because with every choice in your life you make, you are choosing your future self. You're choosing who you want to be. And you can ask yourself in the moment of in the moment that you feel like procrastinating, like giving up, like getting distracted, is my future self going to be happy with this decision? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. When you ask yourself that question, Mm-hmm. in doing that what would you recommend i mean is that something you recommend people write that down because if they leave it in if they if they leave it in their mind to do that they they're often going to maybe forget or easily you know because it's not a it's not a, a habit right. yet it's not something right. you're used to doing yes you can have a, a little notepad where you're putting plus one minus one and and what it is um you can do just that in your mind but the tendency the, the risk is that you may end up forgetting um 
I developed an app where you can do that in the app as well. So there are different ways. The purpose is that we, you know, it's mindful self-discipline. So we want to live more mindfully. And living more mindfully means living with more attention. When we are mindful, we are paying attention. We are paying attention that every day matters, that every decision matters. You know, if you want to um, stop eating ice cream and uh, run for 20 minutes every day after work, and you do this for three days in a row, and then the fourth day comes and you feel, you know what? I did well this week. I already did three days and it was a really tiring day today. Um, I think I deserve a break. Then you go in front of Netflix with a pot of ice cream, right? So what's happening, the way we should think about this is not, do I want um, running, the pain of running, or do I want the pleasure of sitting in front of the TV with a pot of ice cream? That's not what's going on here. Because if you only break your commitment to yourself once, it is inconsequential in the long term. But what's going on here is you need to zoom out and ask yourself, am I happy to make this a habit? Am I happy to make a habit that whenever I feel tired, whenever I don't feel like it, I don't do it? And the question you can ask yourself in, the, in that moment is, am I training myself to succeed or am I training myself to fail mm-hmm. with this decision? I, I like that because then again, it, it, it's like, hey, the first... The first instinct is I I don't like doing this. This is not doesn't feel comfortable. But will does this serve me to do this that will lead to this? Yes. Then and then you, you mm-hmm. just you just you do it. You just do it. Yeah. yeah. I I think that that's so important. Writing those questions down I think is important <laughs> and customizing it. Would it be safe to say customize it to whatever you're striving to do? You know whatever is important yes. to you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Another way of overcoming procrastination is to diminish the pain of action. Because again, procrastination is avoiding pain. So we've talked about how you can uh, uh, become aware in that moment that the pain of not taking action is even greater than the pain of that action. But another way is make that action less painful. And how do we do that? By clarifying what is the next baby step that I need to take here? Because maybe you're looking at the whole thing like, ah, I have to do my 2022 taxes and that's painful. Then you procrastinate it. But if you break that down into baby steps, the first baby step is download the form. You know, fill in the first field, whatever that is. And that doesn't feel scary. Yeah, I can download the form and fill the first field and then just hit save. That doesn't feel scary. I don't need to procrastinate that. So this in this second method of dealing with procrastination, you make uh, an action that is difficult into something that is easier by taking it step by step. Yeah. And like I mean, you said, I that's, imagine, that's a process. Yeah. Right. I would imagine that when you coach people in business, you implement a similar way of thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a process. Absolutely. Like it's, I, I treat it as, you know, it's one step at a time. You can't go from, you know, you know, you can't go from A, A, A to, you know, J, you know, you got to go to A to B and then B to C and there, there there's a process. It's kind of like Six Sigma, you know, has a similar process and how you connect the dots, so to speak, to where you're going. This right. way, you know, you're 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 maximizing all the details and everything that goes into make you know moving moving you forward. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you would like to share here, you know, you know, Giovanni, in terms of you know when it comes to mindful self discipline, you know, for procrastination or anything that that's important to you know moving somebody's life forward you know, or moving their business forward anything forward that's important to them mm-hmm. there's the concept of never zero and that's at the end of the book it kind of uh, collects everything together 
the concept of never zero is making a determination that is uh, not very difficult, that is simple, but meaningful. And that determination could be, I'm going to write 10 minutes every day, or I'm going to do five minutes of meditation every day, or I'm going to call one lead every day. You decide the important habit that you want to build in your life, the one that you have been struggling with for a very long time. You decide on the minimum version of that habit that is still meaningful. And you can grow from there. You're just starting with a minimal version. And then you implement that habit for a certain period of time. It's not forever. You're going to say, you know what? For the next week, I'm going to do this. For the next one month or for the next 100 days, whatever that is, I'm going to do this no matter what. That if I decide I want to do five minutes of meditation every day, it doesn't matter if I'm tired. It doesn't matter if I'm busy. I am not going to go to sleep without having meditated that day. Yeah. I am not going to have a zero day. And that's the power of determination that we are, we are training that muscle of determination. We are training that muscle of willpower. And that gives us strength because once we do this once, we become aware that, oh, you know what? I did this with this habit. Now I feel that I can also go and do with other things. Other one. Right. Yeah. People who have gone through my meditation courses, they say like, you know what? You have helped me meditate every day and I have never in my life done something every day. Now I feel that I can also do the you other do it things. every day. Right. Right. Well, Giovanni, we're, we're towards the, the end of the show. And I, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be with us here today to share your wisdom. How can people get to know you and reach out to you and anything that you would like to offer the listeners and those listening later here? Sure. So you can learn more about me in mindfulselfdiscipline.com. Uh, you can also search for me on YouTube. I have a channel and every day I publish one minute video around these concepts. The next logical step for you to learn and apply mindful self-discipline would be to get the book and then to also join the Mindful Self-Discipline app. Wow. Well, again, we encourage everybody here to do that, get to reach out to Giovanni, get to know him. Anything that you would like to share in the next 20 seconds, Giovanni, any last high-impact statement you'd like to leave with the listeners? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean anything you like. It doesn't have to be anything... Well, I would just say, um, get to know what is really important for you and build your routine, your time and your life around this. And if you do that, you will be happy. You, you will need to take, put some effort. You will maybe need to go through some discomfort, but you'll be much happier with your life. Mm, powerful. Again, everybody get to know Giovanni, reach out to him. Giovanni, thank you so much again for being here and taking time to be with us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, thank you. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. Again, we are moving to the business uh, channel uh, next week. Uh, we'll be still on the same time or same day on Thursdays, but now airing from 3 to 4 East Coast time, 12 to 1 Pacific Standard Time. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next Thursday. Have a great one. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.